Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast all about a different way of experiencing cinema, with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is the other white meat, Oliver Deer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the other white meat. Oh, yeah, well, they do. They're kind of synonymous, aren't they? Yeah. As if you've got not only one white me, yep. but another white me. <laughs> and that's me. Now i got two of them, baby. <laughs> Two of us here doing a podcast. Yeah, in the new podcasting room. This is the official new room. Um, Every week we have a new room. This is the new one. This is a new one. Uh, We had to to not be in our regular room because uh, it's raining. And it always seems to rain when I'm needing to record the podcast. A lot of the time, if you hear a cut midway through the pod, it's because I needed to tell Ollie to stop talking so I could go inside my house where it's a little bit more insulated and I don't have to deal with the rain because my regular podcasting room has literally a tin roof. Yeah. So uh, we avoided that from the beginning this time, hadn't we? We said, you know what? Maybe we should do it in a house, in a in a real yeah. room that looks, to be honest, it looks like a re- place to record things. It's got computer desks and such. Yep. And it's like a little booth. It was literally photos of both of us on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> it really is like a shrine to us. <laughs> it's the real, yeah, the real reason we came in here is that we can look at our accomplishments. Is this the first time we've recorded in a house together? Yeah. Uh, it's either a shed yeah. or... A studio. A, a professional studio. <laughs> or you're in a house and I'm in a house, but we're not in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Groundbreaking content on the show today, so guys. So if people will want to... You know, in the Wikipedia, it says, like, oh, I yeah. say, there was, however, one episode <laughs> where, in which both both boys uh, recorded in the same room, and this marked the milestone for that. And then in Quiz Nights, people were like, all yeah. right, Iggy's is this round. Uh, yeah. What episode was the episode where they recorded in the same room? That same Wikipedia article will also have... And that was also the first episode of the podcast to hit 1 million downloads. Yeah. Because the sound quality is much better, maybe. And the boys had to ask themselves, is it because we recorded in the same house room? Yeah, we're going to have to have a meeting after this yeah. and determine whether this is going to be we'll, our new We'll setup. look at the analytics and we'll think, all right, the one time we deviated from our place, yeah. we got a million views. <laughs> and that correlates to no other time, but it means something. Yep. That's a great idea. It wouldn't mean that perhaps the episode had good content. Most likely not going to be the case at all. (laughs) No. Uh, We're going to talk about Tom Cruise today. Oh, no. I mean, (laughs) oh, yes. I genuinely love Tom Cruise. Yeah. My instinct reaction was just to say, oh, no, because everyone... I know. That's public opinion. And then I was like, hang on a second. I'm a fan. I'm a big, big, big fan. He's done some bad stuff. But he's done some real good stuff. Yeah. And I think he's a genuinely good actor and yep. a very nice boy. Yeah. And I think we need more of them in our society, yeah. don't we all? They, he just wants to entertain, doesn't yeah. he? That's his whole goal in life is to entertain people. We truly live in a society where it's all about... Uh, <laughs> it's, all about it's all about edgy content. And I like having this wholesome man. Although, that being said, he is trying to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> so... Every movie he's in, he says... All right, what's the coolest way I could die? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what we want to do this time. Yeah. So, with this new Mission Impossible yeah. number six. Yeah, that's right. It, Fallout. There would have been probably about six times where he tried to kill himself with, yeah. with actual stunts. Yeah, all right, boys. Six 
Six in the six number of films, six stunts. That's what I'm doing. No more, no less. Uh, and also, there was there could have been six members of the main cast. There might have been more. And also, the uh, it's called Mission Impossible. And um, this is the sixth one. Yeah. And uh, the institution that uh, Tom Cruise has gone rogue from is called MI6. Yeah. Mission Crazy. Impossible Mission 6. Impossible 6. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do a little nod. Yeah. You know? They did do nothing like that. Is it like MI6 that. or is it MI5? It's definitely 6. Because ah, I've heard both though, haven't you? MI5? You might... Is that James MI6? Bond? Yeah. But what... Like in real life, there's one... In, in real life, it's called like mi something that's a conspiracy and we will we will have a hundred we'll have a million downloads on this podcast but it won't be for the right reasons (laughs) if you keep talking about conspiracies ollie it'll actually be like we're on an episode of serial or something and they're like investigating the disappearance this is the the last known recording of these two kind boys and the the mi6 people are like oh we know where they are (laughs) they're in a room in a house <laughs> they're together oh we gave up way too much information <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's what this movie's about it's about sixes um yep and it's about tom cruise does six stunts and i mean it's hard to say like in a sentence what the plot of the film is because it feels like with spy movies that go all over the world it's just like there's a lot of espionage going on and there's a lot of action yeah there's yep. no like clear club plot what would you say the plot was I would say the plot was of this, um, there are a group of bad boys, mm-hmm. um, and in particular, there's an Enigma boy, mm-hmm. and um, the Enigma boy needs plutonium to detonate bombs because he wants to start a new, well, he's, I don't know if he wants to start a new religion, but he wants to get rid of other religions. Yeah. he. There was like, he, in the... Uh, your mission, if you choose to accept it, scene. Yeah. Said something about him being um, particularly anti-religious and it got in, into a lot of trouble. So now he wants to uh, make the world reconsider religious point of views by shooting a lot of people and blowing them up. Blowing up all the uh, the major religious capitals of the world. Like, wants, uh, wants to get rid of the Vatican. Yep. Wants to get rid of Mecca. Yep. Wants to get rid of um, this sacred house that we're living in right now. Yeah. <laughs> The podcasting studio. <laughs> yeah. Where we're praying to ourselves on the wall <laughs> in the photos that we're in. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the plot. Um, and they and it, I, I kind of got the feel of this one was halfway through because they're looking for this guy called John L- Lear. It was like Lang, Lang or something, yeah. John Lang or John Lane. And they're looking for this guy. And eventually I thought they found him. But then, then there was this whole thing of, oh, that's probably not really him. It's probably just like a, he's just a, a dummy. And then I was starting to think of, oh, this is like a Kaiser Soze situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. From Usual Suspects where it's like there's some Enigma guy and they've got to figure out who it is. And the moment they said that, I was like, ah, it's probably, um, it's probably Mustache Man. <laughs> it's probably him. He's the one throwing around accusations of, hey, there's this guy and he's like the new Kaiser Soze. And yeah. you should, well, who is he? Is it Ethan Hunt? Is it the main, is it Tom Cruise? Yeah. And you're like, no, nah, not our Tom. It's you, Mustache Man. I, I will say, and, and again, we are going into spoiler territory here. Mm. Uh, did you think at any moment that it was Tom Cruise all this time and he's completely lost the plot and he wanted to go rogue as um, he always does, apparently? I, I have not seen these films. Yeah, I considered that it might be Tom Cruise. Yeah. 
for like a minute. I would have loved it if it were, yeah. but then I would have hated it because I want more of these films. Yeah. With him. <laughs> With him. Yeah. Well, because I was thinking like, but they wouldn't do it. Like, yeah. Holly- but that's why it would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Like ho- Hollywood can some occasionally pull something that people don't expect, like an Infinity War. Oh, spoilers for Infinity War. Yeah, there you go. I'll insert that before. <laughs> I, I got. I, uh, I had a, a person message me yeah. and saying, um, "Oh, great! Um, I've seen Ant Man and the Wasp, but I haven't seen Infinity War. I've seen that you've done an episode of Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that." And I said, "Great. Okay, cool." And then the next day, he messaged me back saying, "Remember? Do you remember, Oi? Yeah. When we had that big." Yeah. Oh my God, Big you're about couple. to spoil something and you thought you were spoiling the movie we were talking about. Yeah. And then you thought you were spoiling the original Ant-Man. Yeah. And I had to set you straight and go, no, no, no. The other one, the biggest movie of this year. Yeah. And he said, oh, I got to that point and I was worried that something was about to be spoiled. And then you, you put your foot down on Ollie and said, <laughs> you're about to spoil Infinity War. And then I stopped. That is so lucky then. And, right. and, and, sorry, just another one. Um, the, I got a, another comment um, from Jason from yeah. a conversation with Pod. And um, he said, I will listen to this episode even though I hadn't listened to, I hadn't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp because I we gave him that shout out at the very end. And he wanted to hear that, I mm-hmm. think. And he said, it's okay though. There was... A big discussion about not spoiling the movie, although we're not too sure about which movie it was. <laughs> it was being spoiled. All right. Well, I think what we'll do, I'll put this sound, uh, this following soundbite in to warn people away from this whole discussion okay. about Mission Impossible possibly <laughs> being a movie that ended with the bad guy winning. Okay. Hello. Just an insert here. Just to say, do not listen or skip at least... Uh, two minutes into the the future of this podcast because we're about to spoil Infinity War. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, so it would have been a cool twist, but ultimately, for the sake of the uh, for the sake of the series and for the sake of our sanity, if Tom Cruise did end up becoming the big baddie, yeah. that would have been great and yeah. terrible. Uh, but yes, then you do also then have the. Oh, the new person will be the bad yeah. person yeah. because he's the new person, <laughs> and, and all eyes on it. him for the whole film. Um, my impression going into the film was that um, Mustache Man Henry Cavill was the main villain. Yeah, me too. So yeah, and yeah, and I think that yeah, that must be the impression you got from the trailer because watching the trailer, he looks he's clearly shooting at Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revisiting it, knowing what happened in the film. Yeah. Watching the trailer today with you was interesting because it's been, it would have been like a week or two since I've seen it. And I thought going in, oh, yep, Superman is going to be the baddie. Yeah. And then seeing the first like 10 minutes and it was like, hey, he's going to be the new person. And I'm like, man, that sucks. Because, but then there was a point where I started questioning myself because they do show those two lead characters in the trailer uh, in the helicopters shooting at each other. Oh, yeah. And then I started questioning myself going, was he definitely shooting at Cruise? Oh, yeah. Could it be him shooting at another helicopter and Cruise is in another one? True. And there's three helicopters. um, And then it's revealed that he's uh, a baddie. Yeah. Uh, 
just halfway through the final act. And uh, yeah, so th- and then I go, oh, oh, in that case, then yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, that, <laughs> but that's I thought the one, for a minute. The one thing in the trailer was that they clearly show he's like some sort of bad guy. But in the movie, they do, because I thought also thought he was a villain. And even though he's like apparently on the team at the start, you're like, he's gonna, there's going to be a betrayal. Yeah. Big betrayals. But then there's this scene where Henry Cavill saying like, oh, I'm just trying to connect some dots here, but I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise is actually a bad guy or Ethan Hunt's a bad guy. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, maybe... <laughs> Henry Cavill is just confused and he thinks yeah, Ethan Hunt's yep. a bad guy yep. Yep. and then that's that he's not actually a bad guy himself. Yes. But then he is. That would yes. <laughs> Again, that would have been a good way to subvert expectations yeah. in the cinema. So it kind of did a little bit, yeah. It did. Um, but not as much as we would have liked. I would have liked to have had um Superman be in the next Mission Impossible film. Yep. You know? Just have those two be the muscle of the group. Mm. You've still got your side characters, like your Simon Peggs. I was watching a video the other day. He's, of he's a big baddie. Saying things about like Mission Impossible films and how they often, just part of the plot is that the team will always usually have a new member in every film. And the new member usually is, even if they're not but like a bad person or betraying Tom Cruise, they're somehow like antagonists against him or like somehow are against his ideals yeah yeah. even if they're not actually bad guys so i was thinking oh maybe henry like this is just a new way that they've come up with of like he's challenging tom cruise but he's not actually a bad guy because apparently that they if you watch the other movies they do every film there's like jeremy renner was in ghost protocol they're all there's always a new addition to the team interesting i'm definitely going to go back and watch some of these um i've seen the first one it was a couple years ago i knew i enjoyed it um, but I think I was, I think I watched it because there was a lot of hype for ghost protocols. Oh yeah. Is rogue nation after that? Yep. Yeah. It's so one, two, three ghost protocol, rogue nation and fallout. Okay. Yeah. Ghost protocol. Yeah. Had just come out Okay. and everyone was going, holy shit. He's back Yeah. <laughs> in a good way. The ghost. Yeah. We thought he was a ghost. So yeah, uh, I'm going to go back and watch these because And uh, this is the beginning of our discussion of the film because I really, 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 really loved this. Oh, yeah. Every second of it. Yeah. You said even... And and I had a note of just like um, saying, oh, movies don't usually have like intro themes anymore. Yeah. But this one did. And even though you haven't like really watched them, you know, it's like the Mission Impossible sort of thing because it goes dun, 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 dun. And the little... The, like, the cord that's on fire is, like, running around the credits. I love that so much. And it much. leads to the bomb. I love that. Did they do that in... It's like, I'm pretty sure it's every film. They do that little... Um, oh, okay. The wire on the... The flame on the wire. And they have that music came. And, yeah, when that comes in, and it's just kind of... It comes off the back of, like, a cool opening scene. Yeah. And then that happens. Very and you're cool. like, yeah. Yeah, Mission Impossible, yeah. <laughs> I was very happy. <laughs> I just thought this is... I just had a feeling this is going to be good because I heard that the other ones was good. Yeah. And there were very, very numerous points when I like leant over to you or I looked at you and I had a big like, oh, yeah, <laughs> look on my face. The action was genuinely really yeah. well done. The bathroom scene was my yeah. favorite. Awesome fight scene. Yeah. It was reminiscent of that one from Casino Royale in the, in the beginning. The best Bond film. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also like- better than James Bond now. Um, I read a Wiki- I was just reading the Wikipedia article and in the intro- of this film yeah it was saying like 
some credits are considering it the one of the best action films of all time. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. It is really good. And uh, like with the action, because that's something I'm always looking for. Like, because with Marvel films, as we've discussed, yeah, they're so cutty. Like it cuts yes. so quickly that every time, or the way Marvel does it is that if you're throwing a punch, you don't see the impact or the the cut the cut of the like the the shot will cut to a different cut as the impact happens. Yes. Okay. So you don't get to see people get hurt. I see. That's and very it, you, interesting. You feel the cut, so you feel like oh, there's a beat there, and it happened on the punch. But it's it's not as like aggressive. It doesn't make you feel like they got hurt. That's very interesting. Um, but in this, they hold the camera there usually quite a lot a bit longer, so you can see people get hit, and that makes it so much more brutal. Especially during the um, there was a couple, I think it was in the bathroom scene actually where mm-hmm. um. don't quote me on that it might have been another action scene but there was a fight and the music was playing and it was all like oh my god this is insane wow what such action but then the music cut out and it was just the sound effects yeah and it was so much more brutal and i was thinking like you just you would think that the action uh, the the music sorry is what's getting me pumped up but then when the music stripped away even though the music was great Mm you're just watching and you're just going no this is still sick yeah (laughs) oh it's because the person's getting punched in the face really hard yeah and i like it and you hear those aggressive like really loud sound effects of things breaking or people getting hurt i've seen a couple films or like good action movies where the the music builds up to this crisis point and then when the fight starts it drops out so you can just hear the carnage Mm. so it's pretty cool there was a laptop-esque item smashed against another character's face at one point. Oh, yeah. And I lost my shit. <laughs> I leant over to you and I was like, did you hear that? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. I can't remember. I it was in the bathroom scene. It was oh, okay. ha- Henry Cavill. Uh, uh, remember, there was the the decoy um, Lang. Yeah, yeah. And they're just about to fight him. And but they're all washing their hands at the same time. And then Tom Cruise tries to stab him with the syringe in the neck, but he misses. And then Henry Cavill just smashes him with the the facial recognition technology. Oh, computer. that's right, yeah. And it was just like do 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 of blocking, and then just cook. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, that was good. I love sound. I, even even during the stunt bits, they often kept the camera there so you could just see the stunt. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. The, I saw a um, a review not too long ago of Rogue Nation, I think it was, mm. where oh, it might not have actually been Mission Impossible. Or okay. maybe um, there was a film that was set in space. It was The Mummy. So Are it was thinking? Tom Cruise. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, they... they he was in a very high altitude and it was low gravity and it was real. Mm. Like he will, he was at least if he wasn't a hundred thousand feet in the air where there's no low, where there's low gravity. Yeah. It was at least him actually acting in a low gravity area. Yeah. And then, but the review was saying like, that's so cool. And he actually did that, Yeah. but they cut every two seconds, which is a different studio, different name entirely, even though you're using the same actor doing the same awesome thing. It's very interesting to see how studios and directors Mm. play with that. And this was great. And the same concept of a massive stunt being played by Tom Cruise, even though it's the same action, essentially, of just a great stunt being performed, it's treated in such differently to each other and one of them's great and one of them's bad mm. Th- that should be shown in some university degree of how to actually utilize stunts 
or yes, how to utilize yeah. cutting correctly. Yeah. You have something so great and you cut five seconds, you don't see Tom Cruise in the air. Yeah. Because the thing of the editing, like beats or rhythm or like action and pacing and making it something faster is created with beats. And a beat can, it can be a cut or it can be like a physical thing that happens in the shot, like a punch yeah. is a beat. So, like, I imagine the people who were um, editing Mummy, like, they just think, oh, we need to make this quicker and more, like, we need to make it faster and more intense. Let's just cut every two seconds. It's like, if you just showed more punching and you could just left it on, it would still be quick and it would still be feel like it was fast. Yeah. You don't have to cut just to make it quick because then you just don't know where you are in the scene. That movie apparently sucked. Again, the I mummy. haven't seen it. <laughs> You've got the budget. You've got 125 to 195 million, mm. somewhere in between, almost 80 million dollars. But the box office still came at 410 million. It's crazy because that that was Universal doing their whole dark universe thing. Remember? Yeah, they thought it was oh, it's the dark universe. It's the, all about monsters and stuff. Yeah, like, no one cares. <laughs> the Mission Impossible movies have had six times more movies than the Dark Universe. Yeah. But then again, I'm sorry, I shouldn't. I don't know if they're still doing that. I think they actually aren't. Good. I don't think <laughs> they're doing it um, anymore. But yeah. yeah, the Mummy came out last year. Yeah. So I shouldn't be. I, I shouldn't be saying they should have done six films by now. <laughs> this isn't Marvel, am I right? I know. I, I wrote a note saying. Um, it's surprising how like consistently good the Mission Impossible films are. Like they all have high reviews. I think it's only the second one that has maybe an average review. But that being said, it did have that shot where he throws the the glasses at the camera, then yeah. it explodes, and then the director's name shows up. So there you go. And he has cool hair. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, who's to say it's a bad film? <laughs> It's probably not. I remember they went to Australia in that one. They went to Sydney. And it's oh, like, they? how many action films go to Australia? Yeah. That's why. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, it's probably we probably love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a national treasure, that film. <laughs> um, I was going to say, the ending scene of this movie was so damn good. Yes. Um, the, whole, the whole sequence was damn good. From my, oh, yes. my little editing nerd perspective, um, I wanted to say, like, the, te- the way they built tension... In oh, that yeah? final okay. thing was just so damn good. They they lay the groundwork by saying, like making it very clear, saying, okay, there's two bombs. They both have to be diffused at the exactly the same time. Yep. But you can't diffuse them unless you start the counter. And yes. there's like, okay, so that's gonna make for a tense scene. And then randomly they're in this place that they know they kind of need to be, and the timer goes off. And they're like, damn. We've just got to go. We've like, got 15 minutes, baby. We can't plan anymore. We just have to go. And then they just start looking for bombs and Tom Cruise is off in a helicopter. And they, Bombs are broken. You can't speak yeah. to Tom Cruise anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And and every, every, every scene that they're in, there's always like several layers of tension going on. Like, for example, there's a fight scene where... So, Simon Pegg is get like... He gets hooked up by the bad villain, hooked up to the ceiling and he's hang, hanging from his um, neck... By a rope Blazing. and then she's trying to like fight him so not only does she have to fight off the bad guy get the bomb and then um also knock down simon Pegg from being hung and she, like or me in the meantime she's not even trying to get him down she's just trying to give him to something to stand on so he doesn't choke yeah um and so there's like three things she's got to do and there's all this layer of tension and then even even tom cruise's plot line is it's not just a simple you've got a helicopter and you've got to get into the other guy's helicopter 
it turns into you've got a helicopter with some cargo. You can use the cargo. The cargo doesn't work. Oh, but that creates a new problem. And then you've got it spinning out of control and then they crash. And then this, like, it just keeps building up and building up. It never, yes. the finale takes so long to get there. And they've got, because they've got 15 minutes and so much happens in that 15 minutes. And yeah. it's not, it's not just, there's one task, do the task. It's not like chase, chase, chase the whole time. It's, there are consistently things changing in the dynamic. Hell and yeah. so you never know what's going to happen. I think, when you, when you start to think, oh, wow, it's been 10 minutes and they still haven't even reached, like, not even close to their goal, then you start to dread. And you start yeah. to think, are they actually going to do this? And when I got to that, when we got to the down to the 10 second mark, I genuinely thought the bomb might go off. Yeah. Because when when they cut the wire at, at one the second. Whole, the yeah. whole series revolves around sixes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last one, so fair enough. Tom yeah. Cruise is getting old and broken with some of the stunts that he's yep. been doing. I was like, his foot and whatnot. This movie's called Fallout. They've established that if the bomb goes off, the valley will be destroyed. But I'm like, but Tom Cruise isn't in the valley. And if they want to <laughs> yeah. continue this series, yeah. they could let him live. And then they had this whole other thing where his ex-wife or whatever, Ving Rhames says to her, go be with your, your husband. And like, she has another husband. But I'm like, does it mean him or Tom Cruise? And I'm thinking, is she going to go join Tom Cruise? That would have been cool if she... Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it's like... But, and then, because there's a shot where Tom Cruise is hanging from a cliff and he looks down over the town. And I thought we were going to see a mushroom cloud, like, of ah. the explosion. And I was like, oh, and now they're all dead. And to- and the mission really was impossible. And then Tom Cruise <laughs> looks at the camera and goes, oh, I guess it was impossible. <laughs> That would have been a very a genuinely satisfying ending, I think. It's yeah, I think it's still it's still satisfying what we got because it's they they genuinely convinced me that it could not work. Yeah, which is massive in an action film. Yeah, especially in a series action film yeah. that you know is going to go on for a little while longer. Um, but yeah, you're right. It all adds up with the name of the film and everything. I think if it wasn't if it wasn't religiously motivated, they could have. Mm. But the fact that it was like. Could be seen as a statement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. The anti-religious people won. Yeah, they destroyed religion. (laughs) I thought as well just now that when you said um, from an editing point of view, something that you really liked, when they're like, we got to go to Kashmir. And then they show a geographical map. Oh, yeah. And then then the word Kashmir slowly gets closer to you as you're zooming in on the fake map. And then the fake Mac dissolves and then it's just the word and, it, and then it becomes a title suddenly. Yeah. yeah. I thought, he's going to love that. <laughs> I did like that. He's going to love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a lovely transition. Yeah. Right I, I was totally expecting you to do that same as I did with the sound effect of the, of the laptop being hit across that decoy's face. One time I was looking for the editing was you told me that when, when Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise jumped out of the aeroplane and I, you leaned over and said, this is a real stunt, like... Yeah. They actually jumped out of this aeroplane. I think it was just Cruz. I don't think Henry yeah, Cavill no, did it. I, d- I doubt he did it. Yeah, <laughs> He's right. like, I've got Superman to live for. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll do me a good movie one day. I bet Tom Cruise, being a very short person, just like, looked up at Henry Cavill, who's a very tall person. That's true. I and just think was, about that. And he would just be like, oh, yeah, Superman, how about this? I'm going to jump out the damn plane. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> Sit and cow like a little bitch. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, Tom Cruise jumps out and you said, uh, this is a real shot. Yeah. And I had noticed that... The halo jump. The halo jump, yep. When when you said that, the camera actually, it was a long shot. It was like, mm. 
it followed Tom Cruise up to the edge and then it followed him back to Henry Cavill and then and then sort of like the camera walked backwards and then fell out yeah. and then Tom Cruise followed it. And I was ca- trying to count the cuts oh, between between when they had fallen and they hit the ground. And there were two ones I could definitely say there was a cut. Two like bits where like the camera like did a fast pan or something would hit the yeah, camera yeah. Well, where they could hide a the, cut. Um, oh, what, you scared of thunder and lightning, old man or something? Yeah. And then he gets hit by lightning, and I, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, and then, yeah, so that was because you've got like a CGI set of clouds mm. and I think they had to transition from like, we got to get underneath these clouds. Mm. So that would have been a very, uh, a, a necessity. Yeah, that yeah, seems to like- cut. Or there were no clouds and they needed to hide a cut. And they're like, how can we hide this? Oh, cut? yeah. Let's make clouds and let's make a thunderstorm happen. That could have happened. That could have been it. Who knows? Um, but yeah. And then there was another cut where like Tom Cruise, like the camera got abruptly too fast. Oh, and really? And looked at Tom Cruise and I was like, ah, there must have been a cut there. But I couldn't see any other ones. So three takes is pretty good. Yeah, hell yeah. All the way down. He's, an, he's insane. Mm. In a good way. Yeah. And he's got good hair. He sure does. And he's he just loves everything, doesn't he? <laughs> doesn't he's a very passionate person, Tom Cruise. Oh, uh, something I liked was... It's kind of, again, just a little bit of an editing note, but it, it's a cool cool to see in an action film or a, especially a film, you know, that films that travel all over the world and they have to try and get their plot line across like, hey, we're in Mumbai and now we're in London and now we're in South America and we're everywhere yep. over the world and you like it's hard to keep up sometimes. Was it Paris they were in or they were in France? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in Paris at one point. So that was when they were doing the motorbike scene. Yeah. yeah. And they were, that, they were there for quite a while. That was like the whole middle of the film. Yep. But I noticed like... They did. They rarely jump time, and this is called like ellipsis, is when it sort of jumps ahead in time a bit. Once the sort of motorbike chase happened, it rarely jumped time a lot. Even when Tom Cruise falls down the sewer, they just keep the moment of it's just a slow moment of them riding the boat, and they didn't they didn't like cut ahead to the next main point. They just left that That's going for a point. while. It was like yeah. a bit of a breather. So I thought that was really cool. It and and it was, again a necessity. That we definitely needed that breather because it was like 35 minutes yeah. of straight. Oh, yeah. Get out of there, Tom Cruise. You maniac. Yeah. So you, for, for the trailer, were there any things that you knew were coming or? Not really. Besides, because we've mentioned the Henry Cavill moment. Yeah. I think that's probably the biggest thing. I think thing that's the only real about. talking point here. Mm. I really liked the trailers. I think the, um, it, it set up action really well. Just like the design and the layout of the trailer, it was like very interesting, like the way that they kind of like made it quite serious. Mm. And then at the end, how it like transitioned into the Mission Impossible theme. Yep. It wasn't like abrupt, like just press play here, you know, like they kind of like w- wove it into the action. I think they had Tom Cruise at one point, like shooting his gun, like dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. But yeah, I don't think there's much really to say about the trailers other than the Henry Cavill incident, yeah. which we've gonna- discussed if it was going to be different than the way that they shown it that would have been sick but i think they just had well again this could also just be the trailer's influence but i think in like in uh interviews and stuff or uh just publications about the film before it came out was like and dc universe's very own henry cavill is playing a baddie like straight up like yeah so it's sucks that that was the case and it would have been better without it but it's not it's not homecoming bad no, no. And there's, like, I, I enjoyed the film so much, even thinking 
oh, he's probably going to turn. But then again, like you said, there could have been a different, there could have been the fact that he was just suspicious of him. And mm. then his goal would be like, not to defeat Tom Cruise, but like out him as the criminal. If that was the continuous through line for that character, or if yeah. there was like what I said, if there was three helicopters and they just thought I patched one of them yeah. out in the trailer. <laughs> um, so I was always, I was open-minded thinking they might Thor's eye patch this, but yeah. Um, they did. I, w- I also wonder because because like like we say, Henry Cavill is a new character, so and he's got a mustache, so you're thinking <laughs> he could be the bad guy. Um, but I reckon they probably did test viewers or test audiences on showing this film, and I reckon most people would have said, "Yeah, we kind of guess Henry Cavill was probably bad," and they yeah. and they're probably like, "Oh, who cares? Then we'll put it in the trailer. Like it doesn't. It's not a huge deal. Most people suspect it anyway." That's a good point. And it, yeah, it's it's not like Homecoming was the first of a big thing yeah they showed the entire film Mm. whereas this is a twist that you're expecting anyway yeah that's a good point because it's 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 like not really a twist it's just it's just kind of uh is he bad is he not bad is he bad is not bad oh yeah he is bad yeah and yeah so you're kind of just flipping in it that creates tension when you when you're unsure of something Um, it was pretty late in the game though yeah for him to straight up say it's been me all along you know that he does in that scene i was happy the twist occurred there because i because if they had just gone and done the next plan, I was like, he's obviously, like, going to backstab yeah. them. Like, yeah, yeah. he's just hanging back here. And then, but they flipped it by getting him, too. Like, the audience knew he was bad and was like, yeah. we don't trust you. Why are you hanging behind? And, and they're also like, yep, he's pretty shifty. <laughs> in the in the scene where you think, oh, ah, the twist. There it is. The yeah. twist. He was bad all along. I knew it. I'm yeah. so smart. And then he says the thing about, oh, you're all just a bunch of spy agents wearing masks or you're all mm. wearing, and then you go, oh, second twist. Yeah. <laughs> it's a second twist. It's that second twist that gets you. Yeah. yeah. So you're still very much enjoying the scene. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. All part of the job. <laughs> Good stuff. Good Simon Pegg. I love um, Henry Cavill in general, full stop. Yeah. This has such a sick cast. He's good. Everyone. He's the perfect Superman. Have I told you that? <laughs> yeah. He's the perfect Superman. We did, yeah, you, just did, no one knows you mentioned that in the him. cinema when we first saw him. You're yeah. like, oh, there's the perfect Superman. I'm pretty sure I leant over to you and just said, look at him. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. <laughs> um, I was gonna, the only other thing in the trailer was like, it shows the ending uh, location. So again, you don't know what's it, the ending it, location. That's though. true, but you would you have not been thinking during like Paris, like oh, we still got to go to a cliffside. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I I was counting down until I got to see the halo jump, all and right. that was in the first act. Yeah, and I was like, all right, tick off. You know, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, we got we got a snow location, we got a uh, on the ground road chase location. Yeah, here we go. Where are these going to come in? Okay, second act and third act. So yeah, after the. You, they say we're going to Paris and then they all get into like a motorbike each. Yeah. That's not what happens, but you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay. So last location, boss battle is going to be in the air, in the airplanes, I in see. the helicopters. Yeah. See, because I had a bit of a similar, how we, we discussed, I mean, people never heard it because it, the episode didn't work. Um, The <laughs> last Jedi discussion, because I didn't, hadn't seen the final location. I didn't know we were getting a last act. Essentially, I thought it was. Oh, that's right. I thought it was winding up to a close. Um, for the case of Last Jedi, it was I thought it was winding up to a close when uh, spoilers for Last Jedi, if you care for it. Um, when when they fight Snoke and and all that in the Emperor's room. Yeah. Uh, and this one, I thought it was winding to a close when they got away in the helicopter, or Henry Cavill got away in the helicopter, 
And for a second, oh, right. I was, I, my heart was going because I was mad because I thought, is this a goddamn cliffhanger? Like, is he getting <laughs> away right now? Because I thought, I don't know how long we've been in the cinema. Is this the end? A bloody, uh, a bloody um, cliff sandwich when the <laughs> yeah when they fall down the cliff and then they sandwich. Yeah. That was the real end of the of the film. It was yeah, the helicopters on a cliff. I love that, that. just made me think. Imagine if <laughs> they cut the wire and it went white and that was the end of the film. Oh yeah. A cliffhanger. And Tom Cruise on the cliff looking over. Cliffhanger. Literally a cliffhanger. That would have been amazing. I would have hated it and then realized what just happened and then loved it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I would have hated just- it and then I would have went on Reddit and someone would have said, <laughs> it's a literal cliffhanger. And I would have gone, damn it. Damn it, Tom Cruise. It's like, it's such a good pun. They had to do it, obviously, but I hate it. I- <laughs> um, but yeah. So when they went to that last location, I was... Pleasantly surprised because I didn't actually realize they would ever be leaving Paris. I thought the finale would happen in Paris. Yeah. And that's a very cool location as well. It was, an, and it was to, really nice. You get to see the the uh, the wife character that's like teased throughout. Yeah. Is she, talk- is she in the other films? Because um, like they explained it in a way that was like, and then he wanted out and then he was out and then he was out for a while and then he thought, I don't want to be out anymore. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, this is a long bit of... Um, exposition yeah. if you know this and yeah. i didn't know it so is that the case i think she's in the first three i think that's her deal okay and then she's not in the other two oh, she's just mysteriously out of Tom yeah Cruise's hanging so off maybe this was the kind of yeah hmm. and then this is one they're like oh yeah there's a reason he left her because blah 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 really take them three films to get to that the yeah. third film to like, actually explain. i guess like they were just like ah oh, she's not that important it's mostly Tom Cruise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? A thing that I um, didn't like about this film. Mm-hmm. Not enough spy shit. Uh, all yeah. action, all punching people, all... You're, you're, there's no stealth. Yep. No, Not enough spy shit. Yeah. Which is what the first one is basically all about. In fact, I think all of them are spy shit movies. Oh, really? This is the first real not spy shit yeah, um, I think so because I like I said I was watching that YouTube video and it opens by saying, um, you know, Mission Impossible. There are always these big action films and the the films in the trailers always tease Tom Cruise doing a crazy new stunt. But at the yeah. core of them, they're heist films. Yeah, well, this had none. This of that. was not a heist film. It was entirely punching people in the head. Yeah. The only time there was any kind of stealth was when Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill walked into the bathroom. And then they didn't immediately start punching people. Yeah, <laughs> they were a bit stealthy. There was about forty-five seconds of them going, "Oh, I better wait for yeah. everybody else to get out of here." Yeah, <laughs> there was the that kind, was it. kind of stealthy moment of they were trying to extract um, the bad guy from the from the police truck, and so but oh, yeah. but Tom Cruise had the ulterior motive of trying to do it in a way where he could eliminate the own gang of people he was running with because he was pretending to be bad. Yeah, and then he had to get rid of them and then get rid of the cops. And just rescue the people by himself. Another case of um, increasing intention. Yeah. By adding, adding layers. It's like, yeah. oh, that's right. This person, he's the baddie from the last one. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was like, you got you to gotta kill this guy. He wants to blow up. He wants to blow up the world a little bit. He wants to nuke it. Yeah. You got you to gotta find out who this head of this um, cult is. And then they're like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to trap him, kill everybody, and then just walk off with him. And then Henry Cavill was like, man... That was you. Yeah. It was you, wasn't it? You were the one that put him away. The second he sees you, he's going to say, hey, this guy ain't me. Yeah. And exactly. I'm going, God, what's he going to do? 
and then the and then the diversion happens and you're like yes i remember them saying that there was a diversion they're gonna go down here now they're gonna trap him and he's gonna he's just gonna say oh that's ethan hunt and he just gets away with it, his quick thinking mind yeah i, I mean straight into the water. this sounds stupid to say but i'm pretty sure this is why these films do well and are good at tension because at the core of it the writing is based on giving ethan an impossible mission whoa which is why <laughs> which is so it sounds stupid but like that's why they add these layers of tension because they just keep making it more yeah. difficult and more difficult Ethan's still like yeah it's hard but like <laughs> it's not impossible we can, <laughs> we, we can do it <laughs> I, I but I, I will say that even in the beginning with during the your mission if you choose to accept it scene mm. it was basically this guy he bad he want to collect three of these things mm. so that he can blow up things and start a new thing. It's going to be real bad. I want to say one third of the population could be killed or something like that because yeah, of the smallpox so. as well. Yeah. It all adds up. And then it's like, all right, good luck. We're going to self-destruct in five seconds. And I'm just going, where do you start? <laughs> What's the first thing you do here? <laughs> this sounds like an impossible mission. Yeah. <laughs> in a way. But yeah, I was just baffled for half a second, just going, what's his first move? Yeah. There's no information. <laughs> just this guy wants some things. And then, yeah, and then actually the next scene was uh, Ethan just about to get the things. Yeah, the plutonium. So they, they skip a bit or they, yeah. Do they just find that ad on Craigslist? <laughs> <laughs> plutonium for sale. Yeah, selling three plutonium. Can't, can't, will do trade. I will say that I think it was awesome. Yep. Would you, would you agree that it's one of the best action films you've seen? Yeah, I think during the start I was like, mm, not enough heisting, like, like we're saying. Not enough, where's the heist that's usually prevalent? Where's all your gadgets? This? Where's the, you, you know, Simon Pegg going, here's the plan, and oh no, but it's really hard, and Tom Cruise going, it's not, not impossible. <laughs> and then and then they, you know, they talk about the plan, and then they do the plan, and they're doing the plan as they talk, you know, that, yeah. that, and then, that oh, classic a, heist a- thing think there's a someone sorry now what mm-hmm. do you do you're gonna kill that guy yep no, you're not gonna kill the guy they yeah. did do that a little bit with the, yeah uh, with the police officer woman yeah oh that's right i love that as well because and it was funny because yeah. the the wall uh, the sliding goes up yeah and it's like police officer yeah you're holding a man with a bag over his head yeah and you've cuffed him yeah and ethan all he does is just walks up and just goes Please leave. Yeah. Just get out of here. Like, what else good. are you going to do? I was thinking, like, like what, in, in the scripting point of view, if you were writing these characters, mm. there's you are trapped. And I like that they didn't try to, like, oh, there, then, there, then there was a plane that crashed into the side yeah, of the building. Right, right. And then she was like, oh, where did that plane come from? And then, and then they all escaped. Like, I like that they actually wrote the fact that they were actually trapped. And all Ethan could do would just be like, just... Close your close your mouth. Yeah. Walk away. Because we know that Ethan doesn't want to ever hurt civilians or anything. Especially police officers. By yeah. the scenes in the yeah, the fact that even as he was under character as um, Lang, he was mm. always like, "We're just gonna kill all those people." And mm. they're like, "You got a problem with shooting cops?" And he's like, <laughs> "No, no, I kill women and children with my smallpox. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't got no issue killing the pigs." Yeah. <laughs> You literally hear him, like, do a big gulp, I bet. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, like, a good moment because it's, like, it's not the garage lifts us up and, like you say, there's a helicopter flying them, them about to kill him. It's just it's this tiny little problem and it's just it's more of an emotional problem because yeah. they can easily get out of the situation by shooting her. But the emotional problem is 
No, because she's nice, and why why shoot the cop? And even though it's in the second act, and it's not revealed until the beginning of the third act that Henry Cavill is bad, yeah. that bad boy reaches for his gun. And oh, going, he sure does. This is going to be it. This yeah. is going to be the moment when everyone just goes, what are you doing? Yeah, and he's like, I just got to get the job done, you know. Just, that's, yeah. that's me, you know. I just got to do my job. <laughs> I'm an assassin. Just the job. Ain't no harm feelings, buddy. Yeah, um, yeah. but I, I want to give the film a HD. Really uh, good. Easily. Good action film. I still think Ghost Protocol is better. Okay, um, that's the one that's on Netflix, so I'm going to watch that. Yeah, nice. I don't want to hype it up too much for you, though, because if you tell someone it's a, there's a better film than this, yeah, then, yeah. you know, they, you're always going to watch it and go, no, nah, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> they were the same, maybe, or yeah. worse. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. give it a HD, and the, cool. uh, the trailer I'll give a distinction for. I have credit. Low distinction. Yeah. On the early end of the distinction stick. Now, you have a little... Do you have a little game to play? Yeah, we're going to play a quick game. The fruit is acute. Uh-huh. Haven't played it in a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yeah, um, I've, I've had time to put my tomatoes on. <laughs> yeah? Yep. I can see. I, I know films. It's a game in which I present Ollie a film, and he tells me what percentage it has on Rotten Tomatoes. Sometimes there is a three-line. This is one of those times. A what? A f- a str- like a three-line. They've all got one thing in common. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, that is going to start with the comedy film, I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. <laughs> Which is, I think, I think... This movie is right up this game's alley. I th- this, it's like... Because we're aware of it, but is it good? Yeah. It's like films you're aware of yeah. and maybe watched, but wouldn't remember anything about them. I think this movie got in trouble with um, with Australia because there was a film that came out only a couple of years earlier and it stars um, the... His name is Michael. I don't know his last name. Mm. Uh, from the, the Castle. The one that goes, oh, yeah. that's going straight in the pool room. Yeah. Um, because they did a movie called Strange Bedfellows uh, where two guys pretend to be in a gay relationship so they can get some money or some bonus from the government or whatever. And this is the same premise. Yeah. And I think Australia all collectively was like, man, we just did that. <laughs> yeah. And um, it stars the guy from the castle. <laughs> He's so, an icon over here. Yeah, exactly. There's uh, a guy that comes into work. Every day looks exactly like him. Every time he walks in, I'm like, oh God, I reckon it might be him. He does look pretty Australian, that guy. Yeah, like, true. He's yeah. very Australian looking. <laughs> what did it get? Um, I'm, not, I'm pretty, sure, pretty sure this movie was kind of homophobic as well. Most likely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Early 2000s and tackling gay issues. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine it to be very homophobic. <laughs> and on that note, probably the Australian Strange Bedfellows is probably I, the same yeah, story. Like every time they are out in public, they have to put on the appearance of being gay and so so they do like an impression of uh, what they think being gay is. I've not know. seen it and I don't want to I imagine. find um, out if I reckon it's truth. got 46%. No, 14. Ah, that damn. Is a real bad movie, apparently. Damn. I hate when a bad movie sounds bad and then I give it too good of a score. Yeah, much too good. You just <laughs> accused it of being homophobic and then you gave it a pretty good score. Yeah, because I was like, oh, <laughs> were critics back then also homophobic well, and like enjoyed it? Again, most likely. Okay, Nicolas Cage. Conair. Oh, interesting. Mm. Ah, I, now I nearly sat down to watch this film the other night, and I think I might have ch- checked the thingy. That's so insane. <laughs> what are you doing with your life where you're putting on Conair in 2018? <laughs> I've heard it was a good action film. Yeah, the, suppose yeah. it's a good action film. It may be, and it had some good actors in it, from what I can recall. Mm. I don't think it had good reviews though. Would even like, even though like cult fan might be a cult good film, but maybe not yes. critical. Yeah. I reckon maybe. 30, uh, no, 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 50. 
55, you just, oh. you just brought yourself back oh. into it. That's good. I nearly said 49 too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Should I, did I say that we got to be within 5%? Yeah, so, yeah that's sorry. The, that's the threshold. Sorry. Even listeners who think... I didn't... He did not say 55. <laughs> yeah. No, within 5% is within good. Within 5%. That's a good score. Lilo and Stitch. Ooh. Yeah. Now, there's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Well, I we were, before we started, peek behind the curtain. This yeah. is a bit inside baseball. Okay. But before we were doing you the were podcast. You were watching Lilo and Stitch, I get it. No, not quite. I was researching it heavily. Because I thought. <laughs> More strange. Just as, we were, just as we were out there, I found, I thought, I'll pick Lilo and Stitch. And then I thought, there was that, there was that movie. And then there was like a sparky spin-off on Disney XD mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And there was a, and he was the one that liked the sandwiches. I wonder what they're doing with this. Mm. There's a 2017 Lilo and Stitch TV show. Oh my God. But that's not all, Ollie. Let me find oh, out. Oh, oh, here we go. This is, he's got his content voice on because he's found some good content on the internet. <laughs> this and is my team to voice. share it. Wikipedia page for Lilo and Stitch franchise. Mm-hmm. Main continuity. Lilo and Stitch 2002, yeah. Stitch the movie 2003, yeah. Lilo and Stitch the series spanning from 2003 to 2006, Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch has a glitch 2005, <laughs> also in 2005 a short film included in the DVD, The Origin of Stitch, Leroy and Stitch 2006, <laughs> right? So that's yeah. the main continuity. Okay, wow. Then post Lilo spin-offs. <laughs> Oh, post Lilo. She's gone. 2008 to 2015, a film, a series just called Stitch with an exclamation point by Disney. Wow. Where... The ball's on Disney to get rid of Lilo. Set years after the events of Leroy and Stitch. (laughs) That's right, because it's the last of the continuity. The anime sees Stitch having left Lilo after she went to college. And then, 2017, Mm -hmm. Stitch and I, or A, spelt A... I. Okay. Stitch and AI. Taking place in China's mountains, this 13-episode Chinese animated series stars Stitch and a local girl named Wang A. Ling. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So, China's made their own Lilo and Stitch. (laughs) Produced in English with the partnership of American animators, the series was animated by a name that I'm not going to try to butcher, but seems Mandarin Chinese. Okay. You know? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I love that. I love that they're still doing stuff with Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> and, and they had the audacity to get rid of Lilo. <laughs> yeah. I love the TV show because every time they, every new episode, they'd introduce a new um, yes. like mutant or whatever yeah. it was. Experiment al- whatever number. Yeah. Love that. And they'd always have a new superpower. It was so cool. That's very smart. I, that's, that's a very cool idea for a series. I'm glad that they're still doing yeah. stuff with it. All right. What did it get? What um, did the original get? Oh, 2002. 2002. I would have thought it's a pretty good film. I saw a lot. 88. 86. Oh, yeah, nice. Very good. Really good. Do you know what? Um, is, is Lilo and Stitch is a Disney film, I know. Yeah. But is it is it considered classic Disney? Like, is it... Oh, yeah, I'd know, put that in the list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's separate from Pixar, and you think... Yeah, you think yeah. Big Pixar. Then you think massive animated things. And if you wipe the slate of Pixar out, you're, you're, you've got to pick up Lilo and Stitch in that yeah. classic, you know? That's true. Because they're doing the whole live-action remakes of classic Disney. And I'm thinking... Ooh! Live-action Lilo and Stitch. I would like to see that. That wouldn't be bad. A live-action Stitch would be cool. There are so many video games. <laughs> Stitch is a pretty cool character. They're in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, wow. My favorite games. Good job. You did it. 
Piranha 3D. Oh, I've seen this movie. Yeah. It's so heavy on... The killing? Nudity. Oh. <laughs> nudity and killing. Goodness me. It is a crazy amount of nudity and killing. There's a scene where... Both a... things I won't stand for. <laughs> There's a scene where a lady had gets her hair stuck in a boat propeller. Oh, and right. then okay. the guy is trying to run from the piranhas. And so he's trying to start the boat. And then he does start it. And then her head comes into the... Oh. That's yuck. Yeah, it's really yuck. <laughs> it's really, really gory. And that's um, why I won't stand for either of those things. I think it got good reviews, though. I am I a never-nude, after all. <laughs> what do you reckon? Is that got? a person A person who never... <laughs> yeah, it's from Arrested Development. A person oh, that okay. never is uh, never no. naked at any point. <laughs> Showers with your underwear on. What did it get? Um, oh, I'm tempted to say that number. Oh. But... Uh, Ooh. <laughs> The saucy in the, number in the same in the same topic where you're talking about nudity. Yeah, Ugh. I think I'll say sixty percent though. No, you would have been better off choosing sixty nine. Oh, it got seventy three percent. Damn, you would have got see, it with yeah, 69. I knew, I knew actually, like it wasn't a bad movie. It was, just, yeah, it was like silly because it was about piranhas well, and nudity, but it was kind of good. I picked it because I went, oh, that's bad. Yeah, we right, go. right. Piranha three D sounds terrible. Sounds like it's a like a C movie. Yeah, but it got. <laughs> <laughs> set, in, set in the C, most likely, but um, it's uh, it's classified as like American horror comedy. You know, like it's, yeah. it's supposed to be like is somewhat of a parody. Do you know what it perhaps. has? Um, Doctor Emmett Brown. Yes, and it's also got one of the people from oh, Adam Scott from. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, not the golfer, but the actor. <laughs> yeah, the actor Adam Scott. Yeah, and do you know what the sequel's called? Piranha Four D. No, Piranha 3DD. Oh, that's right. I didn't know that. Yes. Double D. Yeah, that's, that's funny. <laughs> now, that there is good stuff. Uh, all right, last one. You have to get this. You yeah. have to. Okay. It's, your, it's in your top five. Wow. Favorite movies. That puts a lot of pressure on it. Yeah. Okay. Pulp Fiction. Uh, 96. 94. Oh, so you did it. Not what it deserves. It deserves 96. Whoa. Yeah, well, it's, it's quite close to Bloody... Low and Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody 6% of people hate Pulp Fiction. That's funny. And think it's bad because they hate violence and Quentin oh. Tarantino probably. Or maybe they're just contrarians. Mm, yep. Who set That's up a, uh, a Rotten Tomatoes account. <laughs> uh, so what's the uh, through line here, Ol? Ah, the... I didn't even think of the through line. We've got Pulp Fiction. Piranha 3D, Piranha 3D, Lilo and yeah. Stitch, Con Air, and I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I can't think that it could be an actor. Mm. Is it an actor? Yes. Mm. Um, <laughs> the Cruise? No. The Cruise? No, no, it's not The Cruise. He's not in Pulp Fiction. Uh, Imagine if he was. Oh, Ving Rhames. Yes. Yeah, there That's we go. It. Yeah, he's in all of these. Awesome. Um, did you get that because you knew that he was in one of these films and you guessed? Pulp Fiction, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's in Lilo and Stitch. He's like the... um. The big agent boy. Yeah, oh, right. Go, go, go get the, the, the bad little dog thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that then. Yep. We've done the thing. Yep. Some Ving rhymes with some Ving rhymes. <laughs> and now we're we're done playing games. Yep. Very good. Well, I will uh, uh, plug the show right now. All right. Because that's what I know. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you would like to get in contact with the show, you can do that by um, by going into our Facebook page. Yeah. And typing into that sweet, sweet URL bar, facebook.com slash ignorance is this podcast. 
you can also type that same that same sweet sweet word ignorance is this podcast and then attached to that at gmail.com if you'd like to send us an email or you can follow us on twitter and write us some nice things like our good friends phil and jason have been lately yeah thank you very much boys best friends best friends indeed uh i gotta watch best friends gotta watch that oh yeah with uh, tommy yeah tommy Wiseau. i gotta watch that uh you, yeah so you can follow us on twitter that is twitter.com slash ignorance is pod and we also have a tumblr account now which is very fun eden's doing some good artist corner posts where she's writing some of her own thoughts about the movies that we discuss and some of the films that we're not discussing is on the show as well so if you want some more iggy content yeah go over there because she's an official member we got to get her on yeah we got to get her on yeah on i did pitch her to pitch the idea of her coming on the show and she seemed hesitant (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to do it when we're in the studio yeah Yeah. oh yeah (laughs) three microphones (laughs) can you imagine uh yeah so yeah definitely get her on uh yeah so go on there and she's uh retweeting a whole bunch of like gift sets and her thoughts on stuff so it's a very cool little page for all of your favorite iggy things yeah did i miss anything ollie you didn't but i just had a thought I will quickly have one more thing to say. Okay. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Wow. Please. <laughs> wow. The desperation. Yeah. The desperation in this man's oh, voice. Oh, I had another thought I was going to do at the beginning of the show. <laughs> and I just forgot. Put it uh, in now. Okay. We're becoming notorious at our local cinema. Oh, really? oh yeah. Late. That, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She was like, you boys are late again. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. We've been late once before, but she remembered us because I lost my wallet. That's right. Ah, she was like, ah, these boys are late. They lose their wallet and they're late again. I had to try to tiptoe around the fact that we're doing this for a show. And I didn't, I didn't say podcast. So I just said, oh, for the show that we're doing. Yeah. Ollie doesn't try to watch trailers. So that's why we're late. We'll come in later. Yeah. And she's like, but you, but you're pushing it right now. It's just about to start. Yeah. And I'm like, we started it in Perth. And they have like half hour long. Yeah. And she's like, it's only five minutes here. Quick, get over there. I just yeah. thought that was funny that we're becoming notorious. <laughs> I'm this close to asking for a sponsorship. <laughs> and we were very close. We, we came in when the final trailer ended before the movie started. Yeah, it was Good great. Good timing. Great. Good timing. Do you um, have a thought? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway, I had a thought. Yep. Uh, every week you do the plugs. I do. And sometimes you bumble through. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you've got, it, you've got it down packed. You yeah. nail it. But I was thinking, I just remembered there was this, um, there was this viral YouTube video like a while ago when the internet was first like becoming a thing. Yep. Where a flight attendant who like oh, yes. got sick of like doing the flight announcement every time, Turned he into would a rap. Yeah, he would wrap it. Hell yeah! You got to do that next week. Wrap the plugs. Challenge accepted. Wrap the plugs. I've already got a beat ready. Oh, sick! <laughs> I do. Excellent. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a cool beat that I was using for a for a funny little diss I was doing for a friend. Oh. <laughs> But I know the flow. I'll do it. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next week then. All right, sweet. Week, Look then. forward to that. Remind I, me. I I'll can forget. do ad-libs or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's lit. Um, anyway, we like to end the podcast on a little haiku about the movie we watched this week. Yep, that's right. Yep, this week we watched Mission Impossible, if you didn't listen. Um, and now... Completely justified to skip through the episode <laughs> to, get to, the, to get to the haiku. Yeah. And now thoughts that we were going to put at the beginning of the show, <laughs> yeah. but, we, but we left it. I me. guarantee there are some haiku enthusiasts out there <laughs> who have like discovered we do these yeah. and like they're close to the end and like, oh boy, I know exactly where to skip yeah. to Checks to get the, some uh, content. 
checks the description of the episode to see if we write and we also play some fun games in this episode yeah critically acclaimed or critically lame and if it's not there it's like straight to the end yeah <laughs> there's only one haiku in this episode baby their roommate or whatever just hears in the next room like over it's like oh he's getting mad again and you can just hear his roommate who loves haiku so much like going oh they did it again they didn't think of one and they came up with another spot and they ruined the craft <laughs> <laughs> This week, I did think of one. Yep. I can't say Haiku Enthusiasts will be thrilled. It's not great. I don't think it's... I I think they'll love it. Here we go. Anyway, here it is. Uh, Next impossible mission is for Tom Cruise to fix a broken zip. Uh, The joke there... (laughs) (laughs) Being that it is quite hard, nay, impossible... (laughs) A zip? ...to fix a broken zip. Like a zip of your jacket. Yeah, you know how it comes off? Or like... Or you know how you got a... You got your bag... (laughs) You know you got your bag, right? Yeah. And like, it's attached to one side. And when you zip it, like the side you're trying to zip up becomes undone. Yeah. And you can't ever get it back. Yeah, it's like a little... Yeah, I know what you mean. It's Mission Impossible, baby. That sounds a lot of me. Technically, the haiku works. (laughs) It does. So the haiku works. The joke falls flat. I I knew when I wrote this, I was like, he's going to think there's some hidden meaning. I was thinking it was some kind of like... Because I don't watch Mission Impossible, is is it notorious for him to like have have his jacket like always open and you're not zipping yeah. it up probably i mean it makes sense either way doesn't it i've got another haiku ready oh next oh. impossible mission is yes. for tom cruise to write a good haiku that oh. ma- that works on all levels <laughs> <laughs> i like that one better good night australia good night